Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the start of something new, a DCOM podcast. I'm your host, Jake, who has not said that in five months at this point. But <laughs> returning with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kate. Oh, my God, we're back. We're back. Guess who's back again? It's us. Oh, my gosh. This is so exciting. I feel like it has been an eternity in five months. I mean, Uh, yeah, uh, it really felt, no, it's really felt like that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like it was the longest break. You know, I, um, I'm glad we took the break that we did, but I definitely feel like, yeah, like it's been so long since we last recorded. Yeah, because we recorded right before, what, the end of July, because then, as you guys remember, we, like some other podcasts out there, um, we we went on break in solidarity with the Writers Guild and Screen Actors Guild strikes that were going on over this summer. And, you know, we were on, we were showing solidarity. We said we would not be back until both of those guilds came to an agreement and luckily they did officially on hold on i have it on november 8th the strike for sag after was officially announced to be over the writers guild strike had ended a little bit before that but as of november um, both are over, and then we just had to figure out when we could actually get back on and record again. And here we are now, December 27, 2023. Happy almost New Year, everyone. Yes, this might come out in the new year by the time it comes out. Yeah, this is definitely going to come out in the new year. I think I think what would be cool is if I actually posted it on Monday, New Year's Day. Ooh, well, Happy New Year to everybody who's listening upon this first being released. Yes, happy, happy 2024. Tw- 2024, a year that still doesn't feel real, but here we are. Can you believe that, like, we were in the midst of high school 10 years ago? I don't stop. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, it hurts but yeah, my brain. Yeah, but we're back. So I figured before we jump back onto the DCOM train and keep chugging along because, you know, it's been five months. Things have happened in our lives, Big, some big things, some pretty big things. So I figured our first episode back would be, you know, just a big episode of catch up, you know, like what we've we been up to since we've uh, put the microphones away for a little bit, you know? Yeah. So I think that's such a good idea too, just because we never really had a like getting to know us. And I think you pointed this out on our Instagram, Jake, but we never really had a getting to know us podcast like an episode that was about us and our lives yeah so when i decided to do so this episode that you're listening to right now is going to be all catch up with the last five months and then i think the next one that's going to come out and i'm going to put another thing up on our uh social medias for you guys to respond to but i want to do an about us because you know it's been five months um you know people are coming back people may be discovering us for the first time and i think it'd be awesome if they had an episode that they could then listen to and learn more about us and you know our our humble beginnings how we met and just um, some of our other interests besides you know decoms because you know we have those we have lives oh my gosh yes so that'll be about us will be next episode for this one. We're just going to catch up and let you all know what we've been up to. So our last episode came out at the end of July. So that's August, September, 
October, November, December, we've been gone. So, and shout out to uh, Just for a Podcast, because um, this is also what they did, because they also recently just came back and started with a catch-up episode. I think what we're going to do is we're going to go through all five of those months and just say any big notable things or just anything that happened to us in those months. Yes, I'm down to that. Let's let's talk about the last five months and all the happenings. Yes. So starting with August, actually, August was a pretty big month for both of us because we finally went on our Florida trip that we've been talking about pretty much all of season three. <laughs> you know, it's such a bummer that this was such a big moment for us that we had talked about on the podcast for literally about almost two years. And then, like, we were, you know, on our solidarity um, pause, like, during this trip and after this trip. And we never we never got to talk about it on the podcast, although we did update the Instagram when we were there and had some fun some fun stories. But we had a really good time. Yeah, I mean, we we've been talking about it for, like you said, pretty much since our last trip together in 2021. Um, but this one was our biggest one yet. We were there for what eight days? Something, yeah. I think I think it was eight days. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, if we want to get into that, we can get into that a little bit more because you know we didn't get to talk about it at the time. Yes, absolutely. So okay, if I'm remembering this correctly, we did one day at Universal. We tried to do a day at Volcano Bay, which we can talk about a little bit. Um, yay weather. Um, and then we did each of the four, we got, there was a ticket special going on for Disney, um, where you could get for about a hundred dollars a day, which is a really good deal for Disney right now. Um, if you did just one of the core theme parks each day, you could get like four days of tickets for a hundred dollars a day, which is, it's very expensive, but for Disney prices was a really, really good deal. And so we did four days at Disney, one day at Universal, and then kind of one day at Volcano Bay. But again, that was there was some uh, inclement weather. Yeah, so it all started on, what, the 11th of August? I think. I flew back from Scotland, actually, like right before that. Yeah, talk uh, about that real quick. Yeah, I'll just throw just a really, really quick little thing in there. So um, this whole past summer... Um, so for those who are not aware, I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but I'm a PhD student and I'm currently finishing coursework. Um, actually, this upcoming semester is my last semester of coursework, a.k.a. traditional studenting. So I'm very excited about that. But last summer I had to meet a language requirement. And so I was taking Spanish pretty much the whole summer. But I had this window at the very end of summer where I had about three weeks off um, before the start of the fall semester. And so I packed this three weeks full. And for the first part of that, um, my one of my best friends, um, other than Jake, of course, was my experienced student in high school. And so my dad and I met her in Scotland for a week and a half. I think it was a week and a half. Um, right before Jake and I went on our trip, which was really, really fun. I also really feel really connected to the UK. I, because I did a semester abroad there, it was going to be a year. And then I just had some hiccups in the, 
in trying to make it financially feasible and work with my school schedule. And so it ended up being just a semester, but I did a semester there in 2018 when I was a junior in college. And so Scotland's obviously, I was in Manchester, which is like England is obviously different from Scotland, but just being in the UK again, just felt really amazing. I did actually go to London for a day too, but it was just really great. And seeing my, uh, former exchange student who I consider my honorary sister was just really neat too. Mishy, she was on a guest episode of the podcast, Lizzie McGuire, a long time back. If you want to go check it out. And yeah, it was just really, really fun. But then right after that, uh, I went on this theme park trip with Jake. And so it was just, it was a whirlwind of a three week time span. Like, let me tell you, it was a whirlwind. But anyway, moving on to our Florida trip, because that's what's most important for the sake of the podcast here. Yes. So after Kate had a wonderful time in the UK, she got on a plane and immediately headed to Florida. And I got on a plane to head to Florida, too. And I landed on the 11th of August at like seven o'clock at night, because unfortunately, the only the the, the worst part about my flights, honestly, for this trip is just the timing of them, because they were basically both dinner time flights as you called them because they were in the air like normally when people have dinner so that was kind of that stunk but you know kate was ready she she had me she had uh she had some chicken nuggets ready for me when i landed yes we got those chicken nuggies but yeah i know i totally get that because every, i i was like we need to stop and get some food picking jake up from the airport because when i'm on a dinner time flight and I get off, if, you know, assuming I, there's not a good, like, way to eat on the plane, like these, like, smaller or shorter, cheaper flights where they typically just don't have food. And if they do, it's super overpriced. It's like, I want to get off that plane and I want to eat some food, like, immediately. <laughs> yes. So you came to my rescue. You had you had the chicken nuggies ready. And we went to where we were staying. We did stay off property this time just because it was cheaper for us, you know, so, you know, one day we'll stay on Disney property, but this was not that day. Yes, we will stay at Disney property or on Disney property at some point, but yes, for this trip, we stayed off of property. Um, but yeah, so the first day, the first day we did Hollywood studios, didn't we? Yes, I have. Um, and if you guys were following our Instagram at the time, we were hitting up those Insta stories like crazy, keeping track of our day. Yes. So we went through. Do you want to like talk through what we did at studios? Yeah, I can. Yeah, Yeah, I got that. Go for it. So we arrived at studios. We basically rope dropped every park except one. We'll talk about that when we get there. But we rope dropped studios. Well, actually, before we got in, we discussed our rope drop strategy, I believe. I suggested Slinky Dog, but then we ended up not doing that. So then we actually ended up not doing Slinky Dog Dash at all. Okay, I've I've been on Slinky Dog a few times, and it's really fun, but every time I go to studios, I feel like, again, not every time, because I have ridden Slinky Dog, but I feel like it's just not a priority, and most of the time, I don't end up getting to it. And nothing against Slinky Dog, it's really fun, it's just not worth, like, that 90-minute-plus wait that it, like, always seems to have. Yeah, the 90-plus minute wait in Andy's backyard with no shade at all. Yes. And here's the thing, too, um, with Disney. So if you're not staying on property, park or I'm sorry, um, hotel guests can get in before everybody's staying off property. 
And so, which makes enough sense. Do I, but do I miss like the old extra magic hours where it was just like one park and they switched it up and you still got that benefit as a house guest, but like it was more fair to people not staying on property. Yes, I do. I very much miss that. But now it's a system as of when we went in August, if you're staying not on a Disney property, then you have, then you are admitted to the park, like I think half an hour after everyone's staying on property. So even if you rope drop, there can still be pretty significant lines when you first enter the park. Yeah. And Slinky Dog's normally one of those rides at Hollywood Studios that immediately gets a line. Yes. But we did do Rise of the Resistance this time. We did. But yeah, so we ended up starting our day with uh, Mid Toy Story Mania, which I won. Yes, you did. I knew the trick. I knew the trick. <laughs> you really did fantastic. Thank you. And that was my first time doing it. So, you know, I, I studied before I, I uh, got there. I studied how to play the game. <laughs> studied on the YouTube. Yes, very much so. Um, so after Toy Story Mania, we then immediately left Toy Story Land and went over to um, Sunset Boulevard and we did Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror. Two classics. Two classics. And <laughs> if you remember, Kate, Tower of Terror at the very end for a second, we we're like, are we stuck? Oh, my gosh. I do remember. I literally forgot about that. But, yeah, I remember that. We got done with the ride and then... As we were, like, trying to get off of the ride, the the elevator shaft thing just wasn't wasn't sliding into the spot that it, like, needs to for you to get off. And we were just sitting there for only, like, probably two or three minutes. But it just, it was very weird. Very bizarre. Yeah, for a second, we're like, um, should we be moving? Isn't the, uh, yeah. isn't the next one coming through? <laughs> should we be concerned? And then the timing was off at the end and we could see the other one pull in and it was, it was really weird. It was weird, but it was fun. You know, Tower of Terror is a classic. Oh, Tower of Terror is amazing. It is one of my favorite rides ever, which fun fact for most of my life until I was 20, almost 21, I was very nervous to ride. Um, and yeah, I didn't ride Tower of Terror in Orlando, I think, until I was 21. I think the first one I rode was actually the one in Paris. But yeah, I was terrified of that ride for the longest time. Yes. Now, I believe after this, we decided to head over to Galaxy's Edge. But before we did that, um, we stopped and met a very special friend, a uh, frosty friend. Yes, Olaf. It was Olaf, right? Yeah, we met Olaf, and I know what you guys were thinking, like, wait, you guys did character meet and greets, and yeah, why not? We did. We only tried to do ones where, like, there wasn't a super long wait, though. Um, right. I think we, the most we waited for one was, like, maybe half an hour. Um, and we'll get to that. Which, yeah, we'll get to that. But, yeah, we... If we saw a character with a relatively short line, especially because we had the full day at all of these theme parks... Um, we didn't do any park hopping at Disney. So the nice thing about that is like you had the full day to just like focus on that park and try to get as much as you could out of it instead of feeling like you had to give up things so that you could move on to another park. Yeah, so we met Olaf and that was very fun. And then after that, we went to lunch in Galaxy's Edge. Yes, we did. And we had like the most amazing looking quick service. 
Yes, Docking Bay. It was so good. It was so good and was so aesthetically pleasing and definitely recommend. Yeah, we drank space water. <laughs> we drank space water. Yeah, the detail is top notch in Galaxy's Edge. Yes, and after that, we were very blessed because we did Smuggler's Run. And oh my God, you guys, we got to be the pilots. It was amazing because I think every time I'd written that up until that point, I got engineer. Right, like, because what ended up happening is because we were because we were obviously we're just a party of two and for smugglers run they need parties of six so they grabbed two more pairs of two i believe and they were all we were all seemingly in the same age range so we got to be the pilot because normally if you're in a combined group if there's kids they're gonna let those kids pilot but considering we were in a group of pretty much all young adults we got to be the pilots and i believe we got what two whole containers yes it, it was incredible we did a good job i think I think so, too. I mean, we didn't crash. So, you know what? That's a win in my book. Amen. And then right after that, we we rose. We rose of the resistance. <laughs> Which was awesome just because when we went in 2021, we wanted to do Rise of the Resistance, but it just didn't work out for us. Yeah, because lo- important lore, um, if you don't know, when we went in 2021, we went the week before Genie um, dropped. So it was after they got rid of Fast Pass Plus. And like before they were doing a transition period. So there was no unless you had a DAS, which is disability pass. There was like literally no other. It was just the queue. Like it was literally just the queue. Yes, but we did. Yes, we finally rose and I loved it. It was my first time riding it. It was that is such it's not even like calling it a ride is so crazy because it is an experience. It is definitely an experience. That's so much fun. Although we did, we did get B mode Kylo Ren. We did do get B B mode Kyle Kylo Ren. Bliss. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because when I went um, last month, which we'll talk about that whole thing when we get there. But I got A mode and I screamed A mode, and, and like everybody in the cart kind of looked at me funny, like what the heck is A mode? But anyway. <laughs> You're like that. You're like that meme of the guy at the party in the corner who goes, they don't know he's in a mode. Yes. Really, though. <laughs> yes. So then after that, we visited a personal favorite of mine. We did a Muppet Vision 3D. Such a classic. You can never go wrong. If you ever go to Hollywood Studios, you must do Muppet Vision. It's a classic. And Disney uh, call out post uh, reopen that Muppets gift shop. It's just still sitting there. Yes. Please. I want to buy Muppet merch and you're not letting me buy Muppet merch. I would also buy some Muppet merch. Come on, Disney, do better. Come on. And then after that, this is kind of, I think, where we hit our little lull in between attractions now because our next genie wasn't for a while because after this we did Star Tours and the Frozen Sing Along. The Frozen Sing Along was good though. Like, I love the Frozen Sing Along. Yeah, that was your first time doing it, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And I absolutely loved it. The snow at the end. So magical. Yeah. If you guys don't know, the Frozen sing-along is exactly what it says on the tin. It's just a little sing-along to music from Frozen. But it's structured like um, these two, what are they, the royal historians of Arendelle tell you the story yeah. of Frozen. And I told Kate, that's a, that's a role we should try to audition for. We should try and be the royal historians because they were very funny. Oh my gosh, they were so funny. They cracked me up. No, it's it's a well-written show. It's a well-produced show. It's just 
it's a great show, especially because we went in August. And if you don't know, August in Florida is hot. So it was really nice to get like some AC too in the middle of the day. And yeah, also like, bless bless Jake for agreeing to go with me in August since that's when worked for my schedule. Yeah, I mean it worked for me. I mean, I was pretty much good whenever. So I'm but yeah, we did we survived August in Florida. But yeah, the frozen sing along, it's very fun. And if anything, it's 30 minutes of AC. So you know. Yes, absolutely. And then it was time for our next big lightning lane, because next up was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Which we love. We absolutely we love. love. We love Rest in Peace Great Movie Ride. Um, I think I've I think I've said this before, but I don't think I ever got to ride Great Movie Ride. So like I don't have the nostalgia tied to it that other people do. So like I, I'm just, you know, I enjoy Mickey and Minnie's, but like I do feel sad that I don't have the the, the memories of Great Movie Ride. I really enjoyed Great Movie Ride. I was sad that they took it out. I still love Mickey and Minnie's though. I, I just wish I wish they I do wish they would have like added it in a different part of the park or something. And I know that they kind of wanted to put it in the weenie of the like Chinese theater, but I don't know. I Yeah, cuz Yeah. Yeah, cuz Disneyland I, just Disneyland added it. It didn't get rid of anything. They just added it to Toontown. Yeah. So it's like, why couldn't we have done that? But, you know, again, I have love for both. Um, I do miss the great movie ride. And again, I wish they hadn't taken it out. But I have to say Mickey and Minnie's is such a phenomenal ride, even though it's hilarious to me that it runs on Windows. And you can see like clips of it on TikTok just breaking down and like all these projections of restart your Windows PC or something like that. Uh, yeah, that, but, that is funny. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's oh. a great ride. Yeah, it's a fun ride. It's just, you know, it's fun time. It's just a fun time. Absolutely. And then I think from there on, we kind of just like, because we we pretty much knocked out all the big, big attractions. So after that, we just kind of enjoyed the rest of the afternoon, because after that, we hit up uh, Walt Disney Presents, which if y'all don't know Walt Disney Presents, you'll go check out Walt Disney Presents. It's a great little exhibit. We met Ariel. Yes, because... um. Ariel, live action Ariel, I should specify, yes. is um, I think she's still doing meet and greets over there. I think she is, too. Yeah. But yeah, we met her and that was very fun. And yeah, Walt Disney Presents is such a great little exhibit. Guys, we saw costumes from that were used in an actual decom. Yes, they were Xenon, right? No, zombies. Zombies. Dang it. I knew it started with a Z. Which yeah, is one we'll get to eventually. Yes, but it was cool. Yeah, it was a great museum if you're a Disney fan of whether it be like theme park lore or more cinema stuff. Um, really great mix of mix of artifacts. Um, I mean, they have the original Abraham Lincoln from Disneyland just chilling in there. They really do. They have some great stuff. But yeah, definitely if you're into Disney history in any capacity, if you're ever at Hollywood Studios, go check out the Walt Disney Presents exhibit. It's really cool. Yes. And then after that, we did Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular and then which is, you know, a great remnant of old MGM Studios. It's like the only thing from those days still there. It really is. We love seeing in Indy uh, get run over by his giant rock. Yes. But not really because, you know, it's the show. Yeah. You know, it's it's a fun time. And then um, basically the second to last attraction we did the night was uh Aliens Swirling Saucers, which, uh, if I remember correctly, Kate, I said, because if you guys don't know, Aliens Swirling Saucers, the music on that ride 
is all Toy Story songs, but first then they're like remixed to be like sci-fi sounding. But for some reason, one of the songs in the selection is Jesse Sat's song from Toy Story 2. Which like what? Like who who thought to put that in? But then Jake was joking, like, hey, hey, like, what if we get that song? But we actually got that song. So we were just sitting in our saucer going like, oh, this is kind of awkward. <laughs> party remix of like, if you're actually listening to the music, this is like not a party song. Like, this is a sad song. What is going on? Yeah, that was wild. So then it was time for dinner and we checked out, I think at the time, the newest restaurant in Disney World. It was the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue, which was really good actually yes uh it was really good you get a wide variety of stuff both jake and i thought that um and i'm not trying to speak on your behalf jake correct me if i'm wrong but we both thought that it like there were things that were better than other things in the giant pile of stuff that we got but i think we liked everything it was funny though because i got like the vegetarian platter and the thing I liked the most was the vegetarian ribs, but the thing Jake liked the least was the real ribs. So that was interesting. But overall, yeah, it was a good experience. Yeah, I don't know what it was. The ribs, I, it felt like they were just like there was like nothing on the bone. I'm like, is there anything on this? My favorite thing I got in my main course, though, was the sausage in my boot. That was amazing. If like in the future, I, I like you can customize the basket. I would just ask for escrow sausage and get rid of the rib. <laughs> That's totally fair. I probably would have. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, no, I probably would get more of the rib, but like the veggie version. Exactly. Yeah. And then the sides were amazing, too. The sides were great. They were really unique, but they were all really good. Yeah. Well, those are the fried pickles. I was not expecting them to have like a little bit of a spice to them. And they did. And that was really good. Yes, they did. It was so good. I just, yeah, genuinely enjoyed that whole experience. Like, definitely recommend if you just want, like, a really fun... It is a bit pricey, but, you know, so is just going to Disney in general. But if you're looking for a nice... um, It's family-style, like, all-you-can-eat. So, yeah, highly recommend if you want, like, a fun experience. They did the Andes coming, I believe, Mm -hmm. where you had to, like, freeze... And because um, they would like say stuff over the over um, over the like intercom, I guess, or the sound system, because you're supposed to be reduced to the size of a toy, like in Toy Story. And it was so much fun. It was just a really good experience. Yeah, we really liked it. And then um, our last attraction of the night was Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy because we had time. Yes, and that's it was where so uh, fun. That's where you learned some um, very uh, integral Cars lore. Yes, I did, because I had never seen... I don't honestly... I think I've only seen in full Cars, like the original Cars, which I love. But I don't think I ever saw Cars 2 and 3 and beyond. Rest in peace, Doc, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, that's how you learn that Doc um, passes on in between the first and second movies. So sad. Yeah, very sad. What happened to Doc? You know, he just, you know, just, you know, it was his time. But it was because the voice actor passed away, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the real life reason. It's because the voice actor passed on, so they just had the character also pass on. But um, and through flashbacks, he has like a big role in three, I think. Good. We love Doc. Yeah, and that. Yeah, but the Lightning McQueen animatronic in that attraction is so cool. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Another great thing. Like if you want some AC and just to chill out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely visit that attraction if you're in Hollywood studios because it, it was really, really good. And I did not know what to expect. Yeah. Right. But you know, it was a fun little show. And then speaking of shows, we of course had to end the night with Fantasmic because it was a back and it was the new version with some new scenes. Which was so good. We love Fantasmic. Yeah. Also, shout out to Fantasmic because while people were all filing in, they were playing Disney Mania. Oh my gosh. Yes. I remember that. I also remember that, like, you were shopping and I went to do Single Rider on Rock and Roller Coaster. And then it took longer than we thought. And you got really nervous, but we got a good place anyway. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. At the after we did Lightning McQueen, we had time before they started letting people in for Fantasmic. So you wanted to go single rider, another ride on Rock and Roller Coaster, and I just kind of wanted to look around, shop around, which I did find a very nice uh, Dy- Dynaco shirt. Yes, that you ended up wearing to Animal Kingdom. Yes, but after I got done doing my shopping, because I just looked in the other stores and was like, "Ooh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> um, yes. So I just went back over to where they were starting to let people in for Fantasmic. And because, like, I, I didn't know the time frame of how long it would take to fill up the place. So I started getting just a little nervous. So I was like, hey, you almost done? Yeah, <laughs> but which we, is but we, totally fair. But we were good. We, we got in there with, like, we could have gone in even probably later than we did and been fine. Yes. So it was good. Fantasmic was amazing. And that was our day at Hollywood Studios, which was an amazing way to start off our trip. Yeah. So then the very next day we got up and did Animal Kingdom, but we did not rope drop Animal Kingdom. No, because Animal Kingdom is a very easy park to get through all of it. Yes. So we didn't go. Yeah, because we didn't get into like, what, 10, 11? I think we got in like closer to. 11 to noon but that we wanted to sleep in a little bit after hollywood studios because it was a very long day the day before we didn't want to burn ourselves out either exactly so animal kingdom we arrived i'm wearing my new dinoco shirt that i bought the the very night before (laughs) yes and yeah what did we do how what was the order of the things that we did um so we started with um everyone's favorite navi river journey so peaceful so pure it really is and you know mother is there <laughs> yes we love mother oh, the shaman you know, of songs yes it's like everyone's like well it's just for one animatronic and i agree like i wouldn't wait in a super long line for it but if you can snag a fast pass you should go for it because it is a cute little like calm ride with a great animatronic oh yeah i was like you know she is mother <laughs> she is mother Yes. And then immediately after we did Kilimanjaro Safaris, which ended up actually um, affecting our lunch plans. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So we were so we were going to it's the Tambu Lounge, right? Nomad. Lounge. No, that's no, that's a, I was like, that's a Polynesian. Duh. Uh, the Nomad Lounge. Uh, they're all lounges. Um, but yeah, we were going to the Nomad Lounge and. We got reservations and then they like came up, I think, a little bit early 
And we were on the safari ride and then we had to go back and wait again. But we didn't have to wait super long. I mean, our original our original wait was like 45. And then I think when we had to wait again, it was like 15 or 20. But yes, but um, and I think you even told me like you had you got the notification that our reservations were ready while we were on the safari. But you didn't say anything because you didn't want to like freak me out. I didn't want to stress you out because there was nothing we could do about it because we were literally on the ride. Like, yeah, we were in, we were in the jeep on the safari track. They could not just like let us leave. <laughs> yeah, like we literally—it's not like we could get out a line scenario. Like we were like midway through this like twenty-minute ride. Like there was nothing we could do. So I uh, I just I just didn't because I got stressed out and I was like I'm not going to stress Jake out with this because there is literally nothing we can do. But I told you as soon as we got off. So yeah, but you know it was still a fun safari. I I took plenty of animal photos. <laughs> Yes, always love the safari at Animal Kingdom. So yeah, good. so then yeah, so then we hit Nomad Lounge, which shout out to Molly from Mammoth Club. This was um, your influence. <laughs> yes, and she was right about the churros because those were amazing. Yes, if you guys don't know, Nomad Lounge has the best churros at Disney World. They are amazing. You get two dipping sauces. I think one's vanilla and one's. Um, I forget what fruit. Wait, was fruit it? I thought it was like strawberry and chocolate. Oh, you're right. Was it was it? chocolate and strawberry. Yeah. So anyway, they were really good regardless. Yes. And even before then, we got some amazing entrees. I got a shaved pork belly and I don't remember what you got. What did you get? I get the veggie sliders. Yes. And those were great. And I also got um, a, mo- a mocktail because a great thing about the Nomad Lounge is all their cocktails you can get without alcohol. <laughs> Yes, it was a great experience. So Molly, shout out for, for the good recommendation there. And we saw like three flotillas come by. Oh my gosh, they were so cute. It was so adorable. Yeah, because we were right on the water where they where they kind of make their way by. And it was adorable. Yeah, it was a lovely lunch. It was, wor- it was definitely worth it. Um, so then after that, oh yes, we did Festival of the Lion King, which... Boy, that was a we had an interesting experience as we were trying to get into the theater. Uh, yes, it, it was super full. And there, oh, there was that family that caught everybody. Yes. So that yes. was fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't you know, here's your here's your theme park PSA, people. Don't be a jerk in the theme parks. Don't cut in line. Yes. Like. Yeah, it was so annoying because they had like one person hold a spot for their huge like. Not huge, but like a solid family group that just kind of tr- cut like a whole line of people. And it was like, all right, like I, I understand if one person really needs to go to the bathroom or something, but a whole group of people like that's not cool. Yeah, uh, but we still we still made it in. We did. It was a little nerve wracking. We weren't sure if we were going to, but we did. In the end, we got into that showing. So that was great. Uh, always love Festival of the Lion King. It's such a. Such a classic, and I'm so glad that it's back after after Miss Rona took it from us for a little bit. Yes, and like f- back fully because even when it returned, it wasn't the full show. But now it's back. You know, it's got every every act, every performer, and you know, I it's just so awesome seeing people like who have these uh, these skills and talents, you know, doing them because like it's just a wonderful show. People are so talented; it hurts my head. <laughs> I know it's like what what you mean you're dancing while like attached to like or like a zip line or something. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Literally crazy. 
Yes. And then after that, we did we did one of you would argue like one of the big two. We did Flight of Passage. Yes. Which such a good ride. Such a good uh, ride. Our favorite updated Soren. Yeah, I was about to say I love Fancy Soren. It is Fancy Soren. It, like it's, it's fa- still get. Oh, go on. I was gonna say it, it literally just like it literally takes my breath away every time when it like starts up and I'm like, whoa, I'm on Pandora. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so good. I literally love that ride so much. So so much. You know the first fun fact. So I wrote it. Not when it very first opened, but like a couple months or so after it first opened. And I waited four hours for it. Now, I would not wait four hours for it again, but it is a really, really good ride. Yeah, it's really good. But yeah, don't don't wait four hours. You can don't wait, wait four less. hours for any ride. It's it's not worth it. That's our PSA. <laughs> yeah. But as, in all fairness, I had seen them building the ride for like years before that. And so I was super curious when it first opened and um, luckily was in the position where I wasn't really in a rush. But especially if you only, you know, don't go to the theme parks that often, do not wait four hours for a ride. It's just now, again, I might be a hypocrite because at some point in my life, I'll probably wait four hours for a ride again, but also just objectively not worth it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So. We did a, a, a misflight of passage. And after that, we took in another show. We saw Finding Nemo, The Big, The Blue, and Beyond, which I think I've talked about on the show. Finding Nemo has some childhood trauma moments for me, mainly the shark scene. But seeing the stage version of it, you know, I it was fun because, you know, it's puppets. Yes. it's. I feel like it's a little bit less uncanny than yeah. that, like animation. Yeah, I, I was telling Kate, though, you know, ultimately, the ultimate way to get over my childhood fear is like I should become the puppeteer for Bruce. Um, oh, that would be amazing. I support you in this endeavor. Like eventually, like eventually that's where I'm going to be and I will be and I will be cured of my fear. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but if I actually you remember uh, you moved seats in the theater and at first I was like, wait, wait, did I do something <laughs> No, it was some, yes, somebody was like hacking behind us. And I just like have mad anxiety about getting sick, especially in the middle of a trip, because I didn't want it to like impact the rest of our trip. And so I also like, like full disclosure. So my parents worked in healthcare. So I was literally raised to be like germaphobic. And so, so I was already wary of this stuff, like in a pre-COVID world. And anyway, I was just like, yeah, we're just going to move. And I felt bad because I didn't couldn't have like, I didn't have a good opportunity to tell Jake why, but yeah. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. But we still enjoyed the show. It was a fun show. It was a great show. Yes. And then we knocked out the other big one. We knocked out um, Miss Expedition Everest, which we got front row on. Oh yes, we loved that. That was amazing because, like, I remember we were like, "Wait, are we in the front row?" And then we were because it wasn't like we waited special for it. I don't think, and it was fantastic. Yes, you know, we love Expedition Everest. We love Disco Yeti, and you know, front row, we'll take it. Yes, amazing. Yes, and then after that, we hit. Oh, hopefully not for the last time, dinosaur. Yes, I know. I really, yeah, I love Dinosaur. 
do we know when it's closing? Kate, they have to officially announce what's replacing it first. Oh, yeah, true. I I see. I can never remember what they officially announce and what they have it because, you know, it's Disney. So, I mean, uh, apparently right now it's Encanto and Indiana Jones, but last year it was Utopia. So who knows? Yeah. So anyway. But yes, we we did Dinosaur, which, you know, very, very fun, very uh, nostalgic for you. You know, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. Yeah. Gosh, I love that ride. Yeah, I'm going to be very sad when they do eventually close it because, like, no. (laughs) I know. They're not going to make it is, like, my favorite quote of all time. So, yeah. Hopefully it takes a while for them to close it. Yeah, I want to at least get on one more time. Like, one more time, Disney, let me do this. Yes, one more time. And then, just for why not, we also hit up uh, Triceratops Spin. <laughs> yes, which was so much fun. Oh, and then I remember we went to take pictures, and then we ended up going on uh, the raft ride. Yeah, because there was a photo booth in Dino Land, and it, it wouldn't give us our photos. <laughs> Uh, also that, that was annoying. Yeah. And then we took some photos in front of the tree of life, I think. And then, yeah, we went over to Cali river rapids, even though it wasn't on our initial plan, but we still had time in the park. So why not? Yeah. And we didn't, we weren't going to like walk around soaked all day. Cause we were getting, or going back to where we were staying shortly after. So it's not like, yeah. We, yeah. Cause that was kind of our trepidation about riding it to begin with is like walking around soaked, but we didn't have to do that yeah so we did that that was a fun time um and then we learned something about tough to be a bug which is that apparently it does not have any stationary seats which to me i still feel like is wrong i mean i know they work there and they know more than me and i'm but that just feels so like that does not seem right yeah because you brought up the fact that like what what was your um point about that why they should have them well, like, just uh, like, oh, go on. I would say, wasn't it like just like sensitivity issues or something? Not sensitivity, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, like people with like, like, like just general sensory issues. Yeah, sensory, not sensitivity. That's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's similar. I mean, it's the same line. Um, but yeah, just like I don't know. I I can almost I see. I can't swear because I know that they said that that's not a thing when we asked them. But I can't like I I that does not seem right to me as someone who's been in there like a million and one times. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, we were gonna write or go on that, but then um yeah, some of the sensory stuff in there um bothered Jake when he was younger. We were just gonna just do the like stationary seats that apparently they don't have. So I don't know what the heck. Yeah, listen, maybe when they switch over to Zootopia, they'll put some in. Oh god, let's hope so. Yeah, um, but that was the Animal Kingdom because uh, we didn't eat dinner there. We just ate dinner on the way back to our, the place we were staying. Yeah, I think we had Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so that was fun. And then, and then we had a rest day after that, right? No, 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 no. We did uh, Universal. I was going to say, hold up. No, we, we we jumped on over to Universal the next day. We uh, said goodbye to the mouse for a day and went over to the Globe. Yes, which we had a lot of fun. We did have a little bit of inclement weather in the middle of the day. 
but it was it was fine. Um, we did do both parks in the same day, so we did cut a few things, but um, it was we did so also, fun. We did have the fast passes though, or express, express passes. Pass, yes. So, so we were still able to get in quite a lot. Yeah, we started with you know everyone's favorite uh, redacted in the Escape from Gringotts. <laughs> Cracking me up. Listen. There's a reason I put redacted on our stories. You know, I know I know how people feel about that franchise in this day and age. Yes. But we did start getting gots, which and look, I don't I don't want to call out Universal, but I will. And because this is a thing that's kind of known in theme park world is that Universal's not as great at making accommodating seats for people that Disney are. Yeah. They typically are like, you know, and you know something that's like frustrating to me. Yeah, you're definitely right because don't get me wrong. I don't. I think Disney also could be better, as we have talked about with Tron. But Universal is just generally suckish. Like I was able to ride everything we got on fine. It's just some of the rides I had a little bit of trouble, like getting the bar fully down as a heavier person. And I know people who are also a little taller also sometimes have problems with it too. Yeah. And they just don't have the same, like, again, I still like, I wish like they would have done, cause there's a lot of, been a lot of very, as we have time, we'll get there when we get to a magic kingdom day, um, like very warranted complaints about Tron at Disney. But like, if you can't fit on like the stuff for universal and sometimes they have modified seats, but like, some of the some of the rides they don't, and if you can't fit, you just can't ride, which is just like freaking ridiculous. Like, it's yeah, it's just it's just bad. And so yeah, like we didn't have any problems, and like we were both able to ride everything. But I know just some of the seating was more uncomfortable for you, and but a lot of people do have problems too, and it's just it's a crappy part of Universal. Yeah, but you know we still like we like the park, but it's just you know yes. the seats could be a little better. It's just a downfall. Like every park has its downfall. That's the big one for Universal, or one of the big ones. But still, great rides. I mean, obviously. Yeah. So we did Gringotts, and then we did Transformers and Revenge of the Mummy. Both great. Both classics. It's so funny because I literally just watched the Transformers movie for the first time like a week ago. And you're like, so this is what happens. Yeah, I was like, all right, this is what they're talking about. I see. <laughs> the all spark. <laughs> the all spark. Yeah, my my partner was like, you uh, you never watched Transformers? And I was like, no, but I've been on the ride. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> right, right. And then um, our fourth attraction at Universal Studios, we got to try out the brand new attraction, Minion Blast. Yes. Which was interesting, like, honestly, kind of missed track, but it had some really cool screens, like, I got to admit. Yeah, it's just also, it's just an interesting setup that you're on a moving walkway the whole time, you're not on a ride vehicle. Yeah, and you're just standing there because they got cheap. Yeah, listen, they had to, they had to put most of their money in Epic Universe, okay? Yeah, okay, I'm not hating on Universal there, like, like, hypothetically... I would work for Universal one day. Like, I think they're very talented, but it does come across to the consumer as if they were cutting corners a little bit. Like, we're being honest, you know? Um, yeah. 
but it must it could have been there's a lot of constraints there that I understand that they had to work with too you know from budget space like just a lot of different stuff and there are so many great elements to it too it's just a very interesting concept but the the screens are really cool and the shooting game itself is really fun if you can like yeah. ignore the fact that you're on a moving walkway yeah <laughs> and you know the rest of minion land looks pretty fun yes so um yeah and they have they've done some really great work with minion land in general so that was cool it was cool to check out because it had just opened when we when we got there yeah that was fun and then to round out the end of our time in studios before we went over to islands of adventure we did et classic um we met squidward and patrick and some of the penguins of madagascar so good we loved them Yes, and then we were going to meet the trolls, but they ended up going back inside, so we couldn't. It's okay. We did the, um, but that's before we did the um, horror makeup show, right? Yes, because that's the next thing we did. We did the horror makeup show, which I believe this was also your first time seeing. Yes, I had never seen it before, but I loved it. It was a blast. Yeah, I couldn't believe you'd never seen it before, because, like, it's awesome. It is so good. Yeah. I don't know why I hadn't, but it was great. So we did that. Um, and then we did Born, right? I think, yeah. Or did, or we, did do we do the, uh, E.T. first? No, I think we did the Jurassic Park store first. Ah, yes. That's what we did. Cause that was fun. We, yeah, because we were there for the Jurassic Park um, anniversary tribute store was still open. So we went in there and checked that out for a few minutes because um, the next Born show was still a few minutes away. So we went in there and it was cool. They had fun little setups of like the movies and obviously all kinds of merch. I bought a peanut butter egg. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, it was a great little store. And it was it was very close in proximity to both the horror makeup show and the Born Legacy show. So we did that, and then we went and saw Born Legacy, which is also super good. Yeah, the way they like incorporated screens and technology it, along with stunts, it's like, whoa, how they do that. Yes, it's a very cool show. Although, I told, oh, sorry, go on. I was going to say, and I told Kate, I think there's a role in that show she could audition for. Yes, I would love, honestly, it would be fun to be in that show, though. <laughs> like, not going to lie. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so after that, though, um, we headed over to Islands of Adventure. We did not take the oh, we train. Did, we I did, thought we did E.T. first. Did no, we, we did E.T. No, we did E.T. between uh, Minion Blast and Horror Makeup. Oh, OK. I got confused. But no, yes. but you know, E.T. is a classic. E.T. is a classic. I think the only yeah, we did. I don't think we got to do Minions or Men in Black. Right. But we'd done both of those before. Oh, no, we did do Men in Black. I think we did do Men in Black. No, we didn't. We didn't? No, we didn't. Oh, I can't remember. But um, we, I knew we didn't do Simpsons. Yeah, that's just because neither of us are real big on Simpsons. Yeah. But anyway, whatever. We ended up going to Islands. We had uh, lunch reservations at Islands, which was amazing. At Mythos. Yes. So good. A.K.A. the only part of Lost Continent that's still open. <laughs> Yeah, rest in peace, most of Lost Continent. Listen, we paid our respects to Poseidon's Fury. Yes. Oh my gosh. So sad. It's so weird that they like updated the like outside of that building just to close it too. Like that was really bizarre. 
Yeah, and then now we've got to sit here and wait for them to officially announce what's replacing it. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah. But we had lunch at Mythos. It was delicious. I had a lamb burger, and I really liked it. And I had, like, a big chunk of tofu. It was great. Yeah, so then we headed out into the Islands of Adventure. Luckily for us, um, while we were eating our lunch, it was downpouring outside. But by the time we finished lunch, it pretty much stopped. Yeah. So, like, so, we scheduled lunch just in time. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was good because um, we didn't have to skip that much because of the rain. Yeah. So um, but because some things were still some of the outdoor rides were still resetting because of rain, we ended up doing uh, Forbidden Journey. Yes, which, you know, always is a wild one. Yeah, I uh, I think we both agree Forbidden Journey kind of like. Gets us a bit. Yeah. Will I continue to ride it? Yeah. But does it, like, upset me? Like, my body physically? Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> it's it's, oh, a, well. it's a great. It is what it the, is. Yeah, and then from there, we ended up going over to Spider-Man, which is another classic. Yeah. So, that was we all love Spider-Man. Like, you can't go wrong with Spider-Man. Yeah, and then right from Spider-Man, we got on Hulk. <laughs> yes, which, again, absolutely love Hulk. Yeah, Hulk is a great coaster. And then you did Doctor Doom because I, I, I just, I don't know what it is. I just, I'm, I have not yet, to, I have yet to go on Doctor Doom for your fall. That's okay. I do not blame you. It's like. like I- as someone who has a love-hate relationship with the fall feeling, I get you. Although the weird thing about Fear Fall is you don't really focus on the fall feeling because it, like, shoots you up. But it's still, like, it looks like it visually. Like, it would be more aggravating to that. Yeah, so you did uh, Fear Fall, and I kind of just looked around in, like, the stores for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we headed over to Toon Lagoon and we did Dudley Do-Right and Popeye in one go. Yes. Which um, we tried out our awesome slip shoe covers. (laughs) Yeah, so that was I found these shoe covers on Amazon um, and they they worked out great, honestly. Yeah, it just looked like we were wearing uh, plastic bags on our feet, but you know what? They worked. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, I, though, I did feel like we had to be a little careful with our steps because they kind of slipped a bit. <laughs> yeah, they weren't like fun to walk in, but they were pretty decent for like keeping your shoes dry. Yeah. Speaking of keeping our shoes dry, we did stay keep them on for a little bit longer because then we did hit up Jurassic Park River Adventure right after that. We basically knocked the three water rides out. Yes. Um, and then we did, did we do Velocicoaster after that? Yeah, that's how we dried off, basically. Ah, uh, so much fun. Yeah, we love Velocicoaster. It's amazing. It's such a good ride. Yeah, and then, because there really wasn't anything else left except for the very last thing, but we were going to wait till the very end of the day to get into that line. We did Skull Island, which, not the best, but it's better than Fast and Furious, which is kind of a clone of, so... Yes. Well, we ended up doing it just because it ended up fitting in our schedule fine. And so we were like, why not? Yeah. And then we did. And we're like, all right, that was that. <laughs> yeah. So, it, yeah. 
it was it was good, uh, you know, for what it was. Yeah. So then, of course, the final ride of the night that we did that, you know, is the only one that doesn't have express and was officially the longest line we waited in. Probably this whole trip was, you know, Hagrid's. Hi, yeah. Hagrid's. Which we did the smart thing of getting in line at the very end of park hours so we had we just ended up waiting while park was technically closed to do it yes which highly recommend because they don't have express for Hagrid's at least last time we were there yes but it ended up working out for us because we got front row again yes we did and it was incredible yeah we were not expecting that at all because you can't just wait in the front front row for Hagrid's because like the way that they load people on you get what you get and yeah it was awesome yeah because it was at night so the sun had gone down so it was like really cool so the like lights on the bikes were actually going yeah it was great yeah and then we had a very nice dinner at city walk at the cowfish yes oh my gosh we had so much fun at cowfish um i had a great veggie burger what did you have again um, I got a bento box with a mini burger and uh, some I got veggie rolls and also some really amazing sweet potato fries and like edamame and some onion, spring onions, I think. Ah, uh, yes. Which that was another Molly recommendation was uh, cowfish. Which like. So good. Good job, Molly. You, you know, yeah, all the was, best spots. Yeah, it was an amazing time. And that was our universal day. And then we had a day of rest. <laughs> Yes. So we recharged in the middle of the week. Yeah, we needed our day of rest. Yes, because next day was a big day. Next day was Epcot. Oh, we love Epcot. And we ate around the world during food and wine. Yes, that was awesome. I still have my food and wine through ashore. Yes. Oh my gosh. We ate so much food. I still have so many like photos and videos of it. Um, but we started the day in Future World, right? Or whatever yeah. it's called now. Yeah. I don't whatever. know the world celebration, nature, whatever. Yeah. We started, the la- we started at the land because I'm sorry. I'm old fashioned. Yeah. We started the land pavilion because we got breakfast reservations at Garden Grill, one of my favorite Disney restaurants. Oh, so good. We love Garden Grill. Jake introduced me to Garden Grill in 2021. And once you Garden Grill, you never go back. You just can't. So we had breakfast and it was an, and it was an amazing breakfast. And, you know, we got to meet Mickey, Pluto, Chip and Dale. And we had um, amazing, you know, family style breakfast. It was great. Yes, it was it was so great. We had so much fun. Yeah, and since we um, since they technically let you in early for dining reservations for breakfast, we got to see the the pavilion start to fill up with people as the park officially opened. Yes, which was cool. Because um, yeah. we got to get in line for Soren like pretty shortly after the park <laughs> was open. Still, so. yeah, because what better way to digest your breakfast than Soren? Yes, it was but you know, like, you know, it was fine. Like, it was good. And, you know, we stand wonky Eiffel Tower. We stand wonky Eiffel Tower, although wonky Eiffel Tower is not a thing right now because they brought back Soren over California for a limited time, I think. 
Yeah, I think it's still California right now. But, you know, she'll be back eventually. You know, she'll she's be back. an icon. She's an icon. She cannot be held down forever. Yes. Wonky Eiffel Tower. We love her. We love her. And then immediately after that, we lived with the land. We did. Which, you know, Stan living with the land. We love it. It's just it's just a nice boat ride. Yes, it's so good, though. Yeah. And then after that, we lived with the land even more because um, we we did pay the extra for this, but we did a behind the scenes tour. That was fun, though. It was so cute to like get to learn more about like the plants and stuff. Yeah, that are actually ate... in the land pavilion. Didn't we eat like cucumber? We did eat cucumber, just random cucumber. We also was touched. Bl- was it Stan the plant that like? Oh yeah, that like up? closes up. Yeah, when it's touched. Yeah, yeah, that's a it was fun. A good and we time. got to see, and we got to see bugs. <laughs> if you like living with the land, I'd highly recommend doing it at least once, just to just to see what's up. Yeah, because you get to actually walk in the greenhouse, and it's really cool. You get to feed the fish. Yeah, it's just, it's really, like, it's it's very different than you typically think of for Disney, but it was so much fun. And it doesn't take a ton of your day, either. It was, I think it was an hour. Yeah, an hour, but it didn't feel like an hour. Yeah. So, then, it's not going to eat up your whole day, but it's still, like, a unique experience. Yeah, and I'm glad we did it. And, we you know, we got to take photos. Yeah, it was fun. And then, just to knock out uh, the land pavilion, we watched Awesome Planet. Yes, just because why not? Nat Geo Core, let's go. <laughs> yes. So we did our Nat Geo Core and then we left the land pavilion. Yes, because we checked off Mar- we checked off everything. We did. And then we headed over to Imagination to see Figment. We did. We did but go like, off to- Oh go on. No, I was gonna say, but like not meet Figment as in his meet and greet because that didn't open yet. Um, no, but we did we did meeting Figment later in the day though. Say that again, sorry. Sorry, my headphones were doing a thing. Uh, we we did end up. Did we end up? No, we maybe we didn't end up meeting Figment, but we met some of his uh, some of the other Disney characters like in the Figment like gift shop thingy after. Yes. So what we did is we rode Journey to Imagination with Figment, which, you know, is it, it exists. It's there. It's there. I know. Everyone's still mourning the original version. Yeah, we still are. It's like almost 2024 and we're still mourning. And we weren't even there for the original version. Literally. But yes. And then in the exit area, we met Vanellope from Wreck-It Ralph and Joy from Inside Out, which was Really cool because then, like a few weeks later, they announced that Vanellope's meet and greet was closing to make room for Figment's meet and greet. So we got to meet. We were one of among the last to meet Vanellope in that setting. Yes. Um, no, it was really fun meeting them both. I really liked meeting Joy because I wore my Marvel shirt, so like she um, pretended to be Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, it was so cute. So yeah, we had a really good experience meeting both of them. Yes, and speaking of Marvel, we headed on over to the Wonders of Xandar. Yes, which we ended up running twice. Yes, Cosmic Rewind. And um, if I remember, wasn't the first song we got, didn't we get um, September? Yes. Which 
classic, a classic song. And it was my first time writing Cosmic Rewind. But like when the music kicked in, I was I was into it. I was going vibing. Yeah. And oh, my God, the the pre-show when they teleport you, that's so cool. And I I also really just love the loading area. And I really just like the ride vehicles because, you know, they're the little ships. Yes, they're so cute. Yeah, no, we stand Cosmic Rewind. Yeah, it was a fun time. So then we officially headed over to the World Showcase, mainly because um, I believe we had Remy Genie Plus coming up, but also to start our uh, food and wine eating around the world. Yes, I believe we started in Canada with some sort of chocolate thing, but we right. made our way around the world. Right, which I know you're a start in Mexico, girly, but Canada I was quicker to France. Literally the past two times, though, I've started, like, the other way in Canada, which is, like, well, technically, I guess last time I was there, I started in France, but, like, we were going that way. I skipped over Canada. So it's, like, I, I really feel like, I don't know, I'm not trying to, you know, give up my roots, but I'm struggling to start in Mexico all of a sudden. Yeah, but, you know, we stopped at, I believe it was the Ireland booth first, and we had, um, it was, wasn't like a cake of, no, it was like the pudding. Oh, yes. The yes, pudding it cake. was. It was which so was the, good. Which I should, I should, um, once we release this episode, I should release all the, the reviews we did that I never ended up posting anywhere. Oh, yes. Yeah, good times. Yeah, we we activated our inner Disney food blog and we reviewed the food. <laughs> we did. We really did. And we we ate a lot of snacks. I mean, we had two different kinds of cheese bread. Yeah. Which Yeah, we now did. That look, now that I look back on it, the Brazil cheese bread like really knocked the French cheese bread out of the water. It's not even a contest. Yeah, it did. It's so funny cuz we liked the France one, but and we almost didn't get the Brazil one if I remember correctly. But the Brazil one ended up being so good. Right, because we were walking past the Brazil booth because we didn't realize it was so close to the France booth. We're like, well, we just had cheese bread. Do we really want some more? And then some some random lady told us, no, you should get it. And then we did. Yeah, we really trusted that random lady's judgment. And she came through. Yeah, because the, the Brazilian cheese bread was delicious. It was so yummy. But um, even before all that, we met our first princess. We met Sleeping Beauty herself, Aurora. Oh, yes, we did. It was so cute because we were walking back to Remy and she was just out. And it was and great. That's how, and that's how I learned that apparently Sleeping Beauty is French. The more you know. Yeah. So then we did Remy's, which was my first time on Remy's. And it's, you know, it's a cute ride. It's a cute little ride. It is so cute. Yeah, I like it. And then um, so we did Remy's and then on our way to our next attraction, we stopped and got more food. We got the cheese breads. Um, is this when we also got the fondue, the chocolate fondue? Oh, yeah. Some point in here, like somewhere around there, we got the fondue. And then I also got the German bratwurst, which I ate on my own because, you know, you don't do meat. Yeah, I don't do meat. But yeah, no, that was um it looked good. I mean, I'm not a bratwurst girly, but you said it was good and it looked like it was like objectively good. Yeah, it was pretty good. The chocolate fondue, the the fondue itself was good. And most of the things they gave you to dip in it was good. It's just we weren't a big fan of the meringues because and I think I said it, it, it kind of just tastes like I've seen styrofoam. 
Yeah, they kind of did. But, you know, it was what it was. It was what it was. So then, because we were on our way over to Norway to make it for a frozen Genie Plus, but we did take a bit of a detour to everyone's favorite attraction, the American Adventure. Ah, yes, the American Adventure, which I had never seen the show before, but it was good. I mean, it's animatronics. It's 30 minutes in AC. It's, you know, the history of America. (laughs) Yes, the history of America. Though I do want to point out when we got in there, the first thing we actually saw was the Voices of Liberty, the acapella group. Which was also really cool. Yeah, they're they're amazing singers. And I'm sure that building especially is great for acoustics. Yes, like 100 percent. So we got to see them perform a little, and then we saw the American Adventure. Um, I know we also stopped at Mitsukoshi, the department store in Japan. Yes, which, yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, I got a mango drink, and uh, you, you you had a very interesting interaction with the cashier. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, oh gosh, I don't even know if I want to describe this, but like, Okay, I just thought, like, her makeup, like, her skin, like, like her complexion looked so good. And I was trying to compliment her, but as soon as I said it, I realized the way it came out of my mouth made it sound like, like, the way she reacted, I think she thought I was, like, like almost, like, fetishizing her race. And I was like, no, oh, my God. It was so cringy. I was like, I would absolutely never, but I don't know how to explain this to her. I felt so bad. I felt so bad because I just was like, oh, like her makeup looks beautiful. But the way that I like worded it, yeah, it didn't come out right. And then I could tell that she thought that I meant what I was not. So like just one of those really cringy moments where I was like, yeah, that's not what I meant at all. Like I absolutely would never. But oh, it's so cringy. Oh, I hate when that happens. (laughs) But, you know, you you bounce back from it. And then, you know, I bought my I bought my mango drink and we were on our way. We made we it to Norway. We made it to Norway and we did Frozen Ever After, which we also got front row on. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Which that though, was so much fun. It's oh, fun. On. Though now that pictures of Hong Kong's versions come out, I'm like, dang, they really got the better animatronics. Did they really? I haven't watched the YouTube of it. I probably should at some point. Well, I only say that because they didn't go projected faces on theirs. Oh. Yeah, the projective faces. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not a fan, especially now that I've seen what non-projected face versions of them look like. It's like, wait, no, I want that. Yeah, they don't just like, it just never matches their necks. Like the skin tone is always off. Yeah, it's weird. But that was not the only Frozen fun we had because we also got to meet Anna and Elsa. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. They were so cute. I mean, we got to spend quite a bit of time with both of them. Yeah, I was shocked because I always hear that their line is always super long, but not it, that it moment. Wasn't, no, it really wasn't. I think it was like 20 minutes. And I also got um, another food and wine. I bought the uh, passion fruit bubble tea from China. Oh, yes. That was How delicious. Was I liked it. It was delicious. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, I remember you sipping on that in line. Now that I'm thinking about it more. Yeah, I was uh, drinking my drink while we waited for Anna and Elsa. So that was fun. And then we made it back over to Mexico. And we, of course, 
rode the, uh, the uh, Grand Fiesta Tour with the Three Caballeros, a classic. Oh, so good. It was very good. We love the Three Caballeros. We really do. We stand them. And then uh, we went back into Future World and we got on Test Track. We did our single rider. (laughs) Yes. Um, Which was, like, always recommend. Like, if you've never done Test Track before, it's kind of fun doing the design process. But it's never worth the wait when you can just do get on single rider within, like, 20 minutes. We did test track and then we had some fun times on Spaceship Earth. By fun times, I mean, I think we experienced it being delayed a good few number of times. Yeah, but, you know, we wrote it. It was good. And then we like tried to do um, I think we tried to go into the um, Space 220 bar, but it was like a 45 minute wait and we were like, no. Yeah, because what we learned is that you apparently have to just go up and wait an amount of time. You can't just, like, get a reservation and come back. Yeah, which we thought they would, like, on the app, because for Nomad Lounge, they would text you. It's really weird that, like, at their newest restaurant, they want to do that. But I guess they just have the demand where they're just like, nah, we're not going to do that yet, which, fine, okay. But it was really frustrating, but it was what it was. It was fine. Yeah, and then we went on Mission Space. We did the Green Mission. Yes. So we did Green Mission Space, which was fun. Yes, and then we did our second go on uh, Cosmic Rewind. We got Disco Inferno. Yes. Was that our last ride of the day? Yes, it was, because after that, we went over to and um, the Odyssey after we picked up our very coveted Fry Flight. Yes. We've been looking. You had been looking forward to that all trip. I really had been. It was so good too. Oh, it was delicious. And then you also had an impossible slider with it. Yes. Oh my gosh. It was. It was yummy. It was a good time. Yeah, and then we ended the night with Epcot Forever because by the time we had gone, uh, was it Luminous? Is that the new show? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Luminous so. wasn't re- Luminous wasn't ready yet, and so we were just they were playing Epcot forever in the in the meantime. So we got to watch that. Yeah, so that was fun. It was fine. Um, it was a great day though overall at Epcot. Yes, my our our first food and wine festival. <laughs> yes, we had such a blast. Yes, and then the next day was our very ill-fated Volcano Bay Day. Womp. Yeah, it definitely was ill-fated. Yeah, if you guys don't know, Volcano Bay is Universal's water park, which, um, if you don't know, me and water parks don't have the best history, but that's just because the only one I've been to so far is like a not-so-great local one here in Michigan. If you know it, you know it, but um, Kate was really excited. Yeah, Kate was really excited for me to experience Volcano Bay, and I liked what we did. I mean, I kind of just made you go back into the Lazy River a few times. But it is such a good Lazy River. Oh, and then there was the Fearless River, which, um, not so fearless at the start of the day. Yes. Uh, They literally, like, shut down the Fearless... The Fearless... um, the, uh, The Current, or whatever... 
And it was just like another lazy river. And we were like, what the heck? Because I was so excited to show Jake this river. Thank goodness they did turn it back on. But after literally, I think we had done three or four slides and then the rivers, uh, we had very inclement weather. Yeah, and it really sucked, too, because we were going to do the um, the aqua coaster. But right as we got out to the top, it was like it just started coming down rain. Yeah, we had waited the whole virtual queue line and we're literally probably like less than 20 people back in the real line, which you have to go through like a very long wait in the virtual queue typically to get in the real line so we waited like two hours at this point but only probably like 10 minutes in the real line but we were literally just about ready to get on and it just started downpouring and it was like thunderstorming like it was not just like a little shower yeah so they had to close everything we ended up taking shelter underneath the one of the food areas and then they didn't know when they were going to reopen and it sounded like it literally was going to be hours so we were like, yeah, we're not doing this. So we just ended up changing and exploring City Walk for a little bit, which was still fun. We uh, went inside the big Nor- uh, Universal store and the Legacy store, which, you know, yes. that was cool. We um, ended up and then, of course, that night we ended up having dinner at uh, Tucson Chocolate Emporium, one of our favorite places. Which was so much fun. We both love Tucson. We do. I had some really good shrimp mac and cheese that had a little bit of spice to it. Yes, so good. I think I got my salad. I can't even remember. I think I got my salad, but yeah, so good. We love Tucson. Always recommend one of my favorite places um, in Orlando. And yeah, Jake really likes it too. Such a good time. Yeah, so we uh, we that was our uh, ill-fated volcano bay day but um honestly y'all i mean like i and i told kate this too it's like i just don't really think i'm a i'm i just don't really think i'm a water park person honestly like i had fun with what we did but like it's it's just not for me which is totally fair but it also does suck like i wouldn't push you to go again but also it just does suck that like every time you've tried to go to a water park it just like doesn't work out yeah maybe that's just my luck (laughs) yeah but, you know, um, we did some fun shopping. Well, like looking around shopping in City Walk. <laughs> yes, it ended up being fine. Like it was a good day, but it was just like it had a rough start. Yeah. And then we had another day of rest. But um, I think is that when we did like the beach? Oh, I think we did the beach on our first day of rest. Oh, yeah, we maybe did. We did. And we did. We did Magic Kingdom the day after this. Which you were sick, but we did not know you were sick because your symptoms just presented at first as normal, like just theme park fatigue. Yes, let's get into it. It's the last day of our trip. We rope drop Magic Kingdom with plans to stay not only through normal Magic Kingdom hours, but we also bought tickets to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which, yes, listeners, you heard that, right? They were running Halloween in August. Yes, which was definitely like, I wish we would have spread it out a little, but it was still definitely worth it because when you get to, I mean, don't get me wrong, like I said, it's still expensive, everything at Disney is expensive, but um, Mickey's uh, um, Not So Scary Halloween Party, like the earlier you go, the cheaper it is, or at least typically, because it's like people don't think it's Halloween yet. Like, we didn't know that it was going to be running until I just randomly checked the calendar. And I was like, uh, 
they're starting the Halloween party and it's only like a hundred dollars a ticket, which again, sounds expensive is, but in the context of Disney and like what they get to by Halloween time is really not bad at all. So we decided to go to that. Yeah. But we still then decided to rope drop magic kingdom. So we did that. We knocked out Winnie the Pooh, little mermaid. Uh, we kicked, uh, we, um, got those done right away. Um, we had, breakfast that um sleepy hollow Hollow, we had the nutella waffles i also had some delicious joffrey's cold brew (laughs) and this is the point this is the first point in the day i remember you being especially tired but again at the time it just seemed like theme park fatigue yeah keep that in mind keep that in mind everyone um yes this is when we got trapped in a 30-minute line because we did Princess Fairytale Hall. And in our defense, outside, it said the wait was only 10 minutes, and we ended up waiting 30 to meet um, Princess Elena and Cinderella. Oh, we were so pissed. Like, everyone in that line was, though. And it wasn't like, again, um, it, it wasn't like we didn't want to meet them. It was just the posted wait time was so off. From uh, from what like you were being quoted, so yeah, 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 because um, we were actually our genie plus for uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was still a little bit away, so I thought, oh, let's just get in this quick ten minute line, meet the princesses, and then we're like, oh, oh, we're st- we we still here, and it's been like thirty minutes. But then at that point, you're almost to the front, and you're like, oh, I don't want to get out, but like, yeah, it was just a, it it wasn't. It kind of took some of the joy away from actually the actual meet and greet itself, I think, because the line was just so much longer than anticipated, like three, even maybe four times longer than we thought it was going to be. But it was I mean, the meet and greet was still good. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just like. Oh, go on. No, it's like, yeah, it was so good. It's just like uh, we waited 30 minutes. Yeah. But then we got out and we did uh we did mine train, right? Yeah, we did mine train. Did we get didn't we get the very back on that? I believe so. And that was fun. Swinging swinging seats, you love it. Yes, absolutely. And then we knocked out Peter Pan and Small World and Philhar Magic. I think we ended up doing Philhar Magic because then it's no. No, it didn't start raining yet. Rain came later, but we we did those three next, you know, the classics. Yes. And then we did everyone's favorite Jungle Cruise. Oh, so good. We love it. We stand the backside of water. Yes, we love the backside of water. If you know, you know. Yes. And then we did a quick split up because we were both eyeing different uh, Dole Whip treats. Yes. So we got different Dole, Dole Whips at slightly different Dole Whip stations. Uh, what one did you get again? I got the I Lava You Float, which was uh, Dole Whip, uh, Strawberry Fanta, and some Pop Rocks. Ooh, yes. And then I got the Pineapple Upside Down with the classic Pineapple Dole Whip on it. Both which, of them we loved. And we ate them in while we waited for the next showing for the Tiki Room, which, you know, the classic. If you know your Disney history, the Tiki Room is very important. Yes, it absolutely is. Those animatronics were like they set the groundwork for so much to come. Yes. And then, you know, we had our tiki, tiki, tiki room. But then the minute the doors opened to let us out, we looked out and oh, hey, Florida's downpouring. 
Oh, it was so, so bad. We, like, we took refuge. Oh, go on. I was saying we took refuge underneath the, the Dole Whip stand. Yeah. It, it didn't last like that long. But long enough that some of the rides did have to go down for a little. Yes. Did we just go to Polynesian after that? No, we went to the Carousel of Progress. Oh, yes, we did. Another classic. You stand Carousel of Progress, which we ended up watching the last scene twice for some reason. Ah, uh, yes, there was some sort of something going on. Um, but, you know, that's progress for you. That's progress. You know, we we stay in Carousel Progress. We love her. We love her. And then um, we went over to Buzz Lightyear, which you demolished me in because I didn't realize you could just, like, keep your finger on the button. <laughs> She's automatic. Yeah, I'm like, oh, she automatic. I forgot. <laughs> well, oh, well. And then, That's okay. I mean, you kicked my butt earlier at the uh, Toy Story Mania, so, you know. Yeah, this is making us even. Yes. And then as much as we wanted to ride Haunted Mansion during the Halloween party, we knew the line would be outrageous. So we snuck over there and did it after Buzz. Yes. And it was worth it. And we were glad we did when we looked at the lines during the Halloween party. Oh, 100 percent. And, you know, you've got to ride Haunted Mansion. It's a classic. So good. Though I will say we weren't we were there pre Hatbox Ghost edition. So we got to see the endless hallway still pure. <laughs> pure. Yeah. And then So I'll go on. Like I say, so then before we went to have dinner, we got another one that's changing soon and we got in Country Bears. Yes. Which was fun. Which, like, us and, like, three other people were the only ones in the theater kind of actually getting into it. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go to Country Bears, you have to be willing to rock out. Literally. Like, there is no other way. Yeah, there, there is no other way. <laughs> but, you know, we love the Country Bears. And then we headed on to the monorail over to the Polynesian Resort, a resort that you have um, history with. I do, yeah. The Polynesian is always where we would stay when I was a kid, so... It definitely is nostalgic for me, for sure. Yes, we had dinner at Tambu Lounge. We had the amazing noodles. Yes, they were really, really good. You had some pot stickers too, though. Yeah, just because like I didn't know if noodles alone was going to be enough, so I got pot stickers too, and they were also delicious. But then even after that, we went down to Captain Cook's, and you got a salad. I was craving a salad, so Jake was kind enough to... To uh, wait an extra, like, 20 minutes, half an hour for me to go down and get a quick service salad. I mean, I also ended up buying a muffin. Yes. So we ended up chilling there for a little bit. I also do remember at uh, the Tambu Lounge, though, that was the, like, second point where I was like, he's getting really tired. And, like, (laughs) this just seems a little weird how tired he is. But also, there was, it was just a tiredness. So, again, keep in mind... Keep in mind, we're getting to the conclusion of the story because then we were done with our Captain Cooks. We went back on the monorail and we went back to the Magic Kingdom because it was Halloween party time. But if you know, if you know, we didn't just go to the Halloween party as ourselves. No, no, no. Because, as you know, this is the only time when adults get to dress up. But we decided 
we could just be some mainstream Disney characters that everybody knows. But Kate, we did not do that. We did Sharpay and Ryan. Yes, we did from High School Musical, which not just Sharpay and Ryan, but specifically them in um, what I've been looking for. Yes. And it was so great. We like everybody, not everybody, but like a solid amount of cast members who are college aged really appreciated our costumes. Yes, like they those were like it's funny to think that cast members were kind of the only people who understood what we were. Yeah, I think like one or two families said something, but it was mostly cast members. But you know what? That's enough for me. We were just like, thank you. You get it. Yes, because we also you special ordered your hat and I special ordered my little sparkly shawl. But the rest of our costumes were totally thrifted. Yeah, because I figured that'd be an easy costume to kind of thrift. It's just I knew for a fact that my hat would be the one thing I needed to order special. And I did. And I got it. Yep. But it, you know, it worked. People, people understood. They got it. They, they, they were picking up what we were putting down. Yeah. So at the, at the party, we did Pirates, Big Thunder, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, which was doing a special Halloween overlay where it was kind of just a come and go as you please kind of show. Yeah. Which that was mark number three. You noticed I kind of wanted to just sit in the theater for a little while. Yes. We also did Tron, which was, yeah, a little bit interesting because it just isn't as accommodating. Yeah. Um, but, um, so actually, after Monsters, Inc., we did the parade. Oh, yes. So good. You always got to do those parades. Uh, the, oh, no, go on. The Boo to You parade, which I yes. loved. So good. And then we actually caught the Halloween fireworks. Again, so good. With Jack Skellington. Yes. Such a great puppet. Like, incredible, honestly. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. But then it was time for our Tron, which we... um, Leading up to this, I was hearing a lot about how Tron, the actual light cycle seats, are not the most body-positive friendly. And they came and turned out to not be body-positive friendly for me either. So we ended up having to wait and ask for one of the special like more traditional roller coaster seats on the back of one of the trains. Yes. Which I mean, again, I definitely wish they were like, you know, better. At least they do have that option, but it's like, I have mixed feelings. Cause like, it's still better than universal for a lot of people, but also at the same time, it's like, y'all could have learned, um, you know, cause this is your second time making this ride. So I don't know. Yeah. And it was fine for what it was, but I don't know if I'll be running back to get back on it. You know what I mean? It's really short. Like, it's a good ride. Like, I've ridden it twice now, and it's a really good ride, but it's really short. Yeah. And then I believe after that is when you noticed I was really not in it. You were just really out of it. We ended up staying. We watched the... um, uh, Hocus Pocus show. Hocus Pocus show, but... I was I could tell like Jake did not want to do anything and that's not like Jake at all like even like if we're at Disney and Jake's tired like he'll want to take breaks but they're like breaks where we see a show or like meet a character just are less active for a bit and he didn't want to do anything and I was like okay I get you're fatigued but this is interesting because Uh like (laughs) yeah so I mean we did do the people mover 
We did do the pe- oh, I forgot about the people mover. We love the people mover, which we got to see Space Mountain with the lights on because it had went down. Uh, yeah, love that. Oh, yes, because okay, literally, also, fun fact so I went to the Christmas party later, and every time I have been wanting to ride Space Mountain with like a uh holiday overlay for like ever, and I never get to like so I just never works out for me, but um. Yeah, because I was going to go ride it, I think, while you were wanting to just sit down and weren't feeling good, but it was still closed. So um, we saw the Sanderson Sisters show, um, and then we got an explanation the next day as to why you weren't feeling good, because you turned out to be sick, but we did not know that until the next day. Like, no other symptoms except exhaustion were showing. Yes that first that day at magic kingdom and this was our last day of the trip wasn't it oh yeah we had a rest day after that where we slept in a lot but it was our last theme park day but literally the minute i woke up that day i was like oh oh no (laughs) yeah uh, luckily i'm I'm gonna tell you right now this folks it was not miss rona she did not get me it was just she did not get him it was like a head cold of some kind because like my nose was just stuffed and my uh, throat was just not there and I was like oh no I know what this is yeah so I did not get out of this trip unscathed I did get some theme park ick yes at least it came at the very end you know because right, I know you're saying you were you were nervous about getting sick in the middle but no yeah. I got I at least got lucky with my my cold and she didn't show up till the end she's like oh you're done okay here you go Yes. And we and we did not intentionally go into the theme park sick. Like, again, there was no signs other than like exhaustion, which you kind of half expect when you've been doing a week of theme parks. Yeah. But so I ended up and I was very precautious on my way home. I wore a mask the entire time in the airport and on the plane. Yeah. So like very, very cautious. We were responsible human beings. But yeah. Definitely a bummer. At yeah, the end. A, bummer, a bummer note to end on, but at the same time, thank God it didn't happen while we were in the middle of our trip. Because yes. other than that, our the trip was amazing. We just spent like an hour and a half talking about it. Yes, it was worth it though. Like, yeah. I mean, you can put the like little timestamps if people aren't really into the theme parks and they can skim through that. But um we had an amazing time. We will be back at some point together. Um and we'll keep y'all updated when we start to plan that. But yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, so that was the big major thing in August. Uh, luckily, my head cold did clear up very quickly. And like I said, I did do a test. I did not have Ms. Rona, thank God. But yeah, so I was back at it soon. Um, other than that, you know, nothing really exciting else happened in August for me. What about you? Yeah, nothing. I mean, I started the semester um being a PhD student. So I teach um so my job is like teaching. Um and then I also am a student. So I'm a student and a teacher at the same time, which is a fun, fun time. Um really stressful at times doing both roles on the same schedule. But um yeah, so we started up the semester, but that was pretty much it. Yeah, um, the only other big thing that happened in August is that we uh, officially passed our three-year anniversary of starting this, which is crazy. Oh my gosh, absolutely wild. It just, 
I didn't really make note of it because we were just, you know, we were on our solidarity break. But still, it's like, oh, it's officially the three year anniversary of the first episode going up. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and now we're finally back. So, yay. 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 So, yeah, after like a whole episode's worth of talking, that was August. So September, did anything major happen for you in September? I don't think so. The weekend bridging September and October, I got to go to Cedar Point and did their Halloween event, which was really fun. Um, got, got to see construction on Drag Race to not Drag Race, Top Thrill Dragster. Two. Top Thrill Dragster too, yeah. Top Thrill two, yeah. So we did could see the construction, and I did like their haunted houses and stuff, but. No, that was that was the only thing in September. And that was, again, that weekend that I believe was like September 30th and October 1st or something like that. Yeah, I'd say the only the only major thing for me was that this was my first September not in school because I graduated back in the spring. Yay! How does it feel? It just feels weird. Like, oh, yeah, no school. (laughs) Like I have a degree. I'm not going back. Unless you want to go out for like advanced degree at some point, go for it. But yeah. Yeah. So wow. I just kind of, I really started my, uh, kept up my job hunting. Um, so that's September, October. You said you went to uh, Cedar Point and did theirs. Uh, you didn't end up going to Horror Nights this year, did you? No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> I was going to go. I didn't have a, um, to, uh, very or not very merriest. Um, uh, the Christmas party again, but I didn't because my partner got Miss Rona and to be a socially, uh, responsible human being, even though I did not get Miss Rona, um, I ended up postponing that whole trip. We're actually gonna, uh, I'm probably actually going to go on that postponed trip because we were actually the most of that trip was going to be to the Bahamas. And then we were going to go back and do um, not so scary because I actually got those tickets before you and I got our tickets. But um, yeah, but Disney was really nice. They refunded my ticket for like any special event for this upcoming year. And then um, I'm going to reschedule the Bahamas one. We're thinking July right now. So I'm still going to get to go, but that was definitely a bummer. I am fortunate, though. I never got Miss Rona this time around, but we just didn't know. It came on too close to the trip to tell if I was going to get it or not. And I just felt like I had to be a socially responsible human being. So that just kind of sucked. But, you know, I mean, again, it's not like all that... Like, I'm still, I got a special event ticket for next year. I'm still going to go to the Bahamas probably in July. So, like, this stuff is still going to happen. It just was definitely disappointing still, though, for sure. Yeah. So, um, I will say, though, shout out to um, our friend Becca from Time Mashing Podcast, who, you know, they were on our High School Musical episode. She, She did go down to Horror Nights, and I did have her do a little live reporting for me from horror nights um she really enjoyed it um i know she didn't do every single house i don't think she did but she enjoyed what she did do and obviously yes. of course, i watched all the youtube coverage of horror nights because i also didn't get a chance to go this year <laughs> yes yeah 
It looked really good. It looked really good. Don't know about this upcoming year. At least if the if not this, hopefully this upcoming year, and then if not this upcoming year, hopefully the next year. Like we'll be back at Horror Nights at some point. But yeah, uh, really cool. Becca got to go. So jealous. But yeah, not our year, but still really cool that it it looked like it was a good event this year for sure. Yeah, and what we didn't say though is that when we did go to Universal in August, they did already have some of the scare zone props out, so we got to see some of them at least. Yes, because they were going to start up pretty quickly. I think September 1st was their first day. Yeah, so we did get to see some of the Horror Nights props, even though we didn't get to go this year. Yeah, so we th- there was like, you know, we did get to see some of it, and it was good. Um, it looked, again, everything we saw online, good event, but yeah, a little disappointing that neither of us got to go, and then my October trip that I'd been looking forward to for a while was canceled but or postponed i guess more more so but yeah um a little bit disappointing in october but that's okay yeah so that was october um november uh anything big really for you in november yeah (laughs) yeah i got engaged oh that's right why did i think that was december oh my god yeah no, it was it was the day before Thanksgiving. That's right. You literally sent me pictures being like, uh, dude. And I'm like, well, and I go, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, you were you were one of the first people I told. Yeah. Huge news, everyone. This upcoming season of the podcast, Kate's uh, officially uh, an engaged woman. I am an engaged woman. So, yeah, I'll talk through that. Uh, we yes, went down to Florida. Us uh for the thanksgiving week we did okay so it's so funny i was telling you this jake before we started recording but i'll go into a little bit more detail so i told one of my friends i feel like okay let me back up a little bit i feel like a lot of the time when a person gets engaged it's like they have this intuition that it's going to happen and for me it was i'd say almost a total surprise which was not what I expected at all because my partner is someone who like he gets you a gift and he wants to give it to you right away. Like he's that kind of personality. He does not like, you know, keeping things very long. So I never, I always thought that when he proposed it would like, I'd be able to see right through it. But about a month before I told one of my friends just casually in conversation that he like this was a good chance for him to propose at Disney because I'd always wanted a Disney proposal and we were going to spend three days at Disney well really two nights we did Jollywood nights we did very merry Christmas party and then we did a one like day at Epcot um and the rest of the time we just hung out in Florida but I was like oh this is going to be a really good opportunity for him to do it and then I just kind of let it go we didn't didn't come up again. And then we went to Jollywood nights and nothing happened. Although I do remember I got a little bit suspicious because they give you the photos without watermarks. And I, so I was like, ooh, did he like pay for that in advance? But no, it actually I gave it a Google. It actually turns out that's a perk of Jollywood nights, which is the Christmas party at Hollywood Studios. So that's just something that comes with the ticket for real. So I was like, okay, he also bought, so he ended up proposing at the Very Merry Christmas Party, um, the Magic Kingdom Christmas Party, and 
it was going to be very standard in front of the castle, which I know everyone has strong opinions about, about people either love it or people hate it. And that's totally fine. But it was something that I'd always wanted. Now we'll get, we'll get there in a little bit. Um, but the day that he proposed, I had zero idea. I literally brushed my hair out in the car on the way to, we went to lunch at Steakhouse 71 in the Contemporary Resort before we went into the park. And it was raining when we first entered the park. It was disgusting weather. And my partner's like, do you want to just like take some photos in front of the castle? And I was like, not really. This weather is disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, so we did it. And we literally rode. And mind you, it's already like 4 p.m. at this time. because, And we did this like late lunch at the steakhouse because we only had the ticket for the party we didn't have a day ticket and so we did we did parts of the caribbean and then we did big thunder and then we it, we ended up just randomly doing it's a small world because it was a walk-on and then he's like we really should go take some pictures in front of the castle but we also had the virtual ride pass for tron and like our ride window is approaching and i know so disney cast members typically if you're beyond your ride window they'll still let you into the ride typically i'm not making any claims here um but i just want to be in the actual window just to be safe and so i was getting a little antsy i was like i just want to make sure that they let us onto the ride even though i knew they probably would anyway but just my anxiety and so we go out to take pictures and there's just a big line for photos. It is crowded. And I was like, yeah, let's just go ride Tron first. And my partner, when I say he was a grumpy, he was grumpy. Like you could tell he did not want to be in this line for Tron. And I was like, what is going on with you? Because he is typically like, he'll, he'll watch the shows with me. He'll watch the parades with me. But when he goes to the parks, he likes to ride rides. Like that's what he likes to do. He'll do the other stuff with me. But he likes to ride the rides, and I'm like, why do you? Why are you being grumpy about riding a ride when that's literally all you ever want to do when we're here? And mm-hmm. but then I was like, it like hit me like partway through the line. He even made the most obvious comment, and that's when it like really hit me because he was getting so frustrated. He was like, and this was when, mind you, we were like 20 people away from the front of Tron. Like there was no getting out of the line. Like we had gone through like pretty much the whole queue. He's like, there are just things more important to me than riding rides right now. And I was like, oh my gosh, is he actually? And, but then we got on Tron because we were right there at that point. We got front row, which was great. Um, So that was fun. But then after that, we, I remember I went to the bathroom and I was like, did like a little bit of touch up. And I was like, oh my gosh, this might actually happen. And then we got in front of the castle and uh, he says something to the photographer and like my heart is like racing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I think it's actually happening. But mind you, I had no, like, I had no true suspicions until like we were going to Tron, which was like right before this, like within the past like hour. Like, that's the only time my suspicions were actually in high gear. Because he was so calm the whole day. It was so weird. Like, it was not what I expected at all for when he proposed. Like, I expected to have a lot more, like, it's going to happen. And, yeah, so the photographer, 
asked me to turn around and at that point I'm like well no one they do not do that unless like there's something else going on and yeah my partner proposed and it was great um the thing we were both nervous about with the idea of a castle proposal is it being a public proposal um but honestly it's so funny because it didn't end up bothering either of us uh because I think we were both so focused on each other it like it was almost like you could tune out the noise it's really weird to describe um but I think we were both a little bit nervous about that element of it because it's not that I wanted a public proposal I just wanted a castle proposal and most ideally during the Christmas party and that's how it was going to be um and before anybody comments, he did look into the wishing well, but A, that's only something you can do during the day. B, all the photographers allegedly were booked, I believe he told me. And don't quote me on that, though. Um, by the time he decided, made his plans. So, um, yeah. But anyway, the public part, which we were both, I think, a little nervous about, like, it didn't even end up phasing us, which is really bizarre, um, but really great. And yeah, I was super shocked. It was absolutely amazing also i just love how it was at night even though that was not my partner's original plan um but i loved how it ended up being at night and, and during the christmas party just a little bit more unique than your average castle proposal um since they are so common even though they are all still so beautiful and yeah he really nailed it he also got the exact kind of ring that i really wanted and yeah, it was shot. I was shocked. I'm I'm still shocked, honestly. I told Jake before we started recording that I spent today trying to wedding plan, and I didn't get very far. I I haven't really gotten as far as I wanted to because I came home from getting engaged. Oh, also, I had to get my ring resized right after I came home. So I got engaged and then didn't have my ring for like three weeks right after I got engaged. So that was fun. And then, uh, and then I had finals as both a student and a teacher. So that was annoying. Um, and so I did like, I I'd sent out some inquiries, but nothing couldn't get really deep into planning. Um, and yeah, I spent all of today trying to wedding plan it. Yeah. Still came up pretty blank. Still have no idea what I'm going to do for the wedding itself, but yeah, that was a huge life event, obviously. So <laughs> Yeah, super exciting. Uh, and then we d we went to Epcot. The next day was Thanksgiving, so we, we didn't go to the theme parks on Thanksgiving. But uh, that Friday, good or good Friday, good Friday, Black Friday, we went to Epcot and we did a capture your moment little photo shoot. Which for those of you who are unaware, so you can when you buy, you have to buy the Memory Maker package at Disney which is, I think, $75 a day as of the time of recording-ish. And then, but you have to spend another $100 um, and then you get a 20-minute mini photo shoot. And it was so worth it. The photos from that are so beautiful. Uh, my fiance was a little bit insecure because he didn't, felt like he didn't have the right things to wear. But, you know, I think... I think he was being a little silly because I think he looked great. Found a dress just in our stuff. And um, yeah, and it ended up being okay. It ended up being okay. And it was a really good photo shoot. And yeah, um, it was great. It ended up being really great. But yeah, still shocked from that because that was 
just over a month ago now. So I've been engaged for just over a month, which is very weird. So yeah, I'll share wedding details with the podcast as much as is appropriate when I have them. I don't have them yet, but it was, it's weird to think that I've been engaged for like a month. Yeah, I just, I remember when you sent me the photos, first I'm like, oh, I got some messages. Then I looked and I went, what? What? Oh my gosh. I'm like, I feel no. like I'm, a, oh, go on. I was like, no, we just graduated yesterday. What? Yeah, I know. Isn't that wild? Like, I'm I'm just, I'm just a 25-year-old teenager. What? <laughs> yeah, no, like, legit. I kind of feel like a child bride, <laughs> but like <laughs> I say that joke, like I'm definitely joking, but like the weird thing is like, I'm literally going to be the average age for getting married when I get married, but it's a weird dynamic. We're going to be like one of the last of Nick's friends to get married, but like the first of my friends. So it's, it's strange, but I was going to say, not if I beat you to it. No, I was kidding. No, I mean, you got this. I mean, we're thinking summer 2025, so you have time. Yeah, I have time. Just make a quick trip down to Vegas. No, just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just, not going to do that. Make a cool, make her quick. Yeah. No, one but, my, you know. I'm oh, sorry, God. Mom. I was going to say, one of my cousins got married in Vegas, so I feel like it ruined the appeal for me a little bit because I feel like he took it. I would I would do it about about renewal in Vegas though. So I would definitely do actually that's kinda on my bucket list. Oh there you go. But yeah, no, I was at um I was at my parents' house because you know it was the day before Thanksgiving and well and I also still live here, but you know, the details. Anyway, I details. I got those I got those photos from you and I was like Oh my god! And I showed my mom, and I'm like, um, "Kate just got engaged," and she's like, "What?" Oh, I know. I was like, I mean, obviously, I'm super happy for you guys. It's amazing, but at the same time, I'm like, "No, we're still teenagers." What? <laughs> oh my god! Is isn't that so strange? Oh, and then in October, sorry, I didn't talk about this. In October, I turned 26. Which wow, ooh, yeah, the progression Wild. time progression of time yeah we missed my birthday uh, episode that's okay but we're gonna make uh, up for that yeah we'll make up for it it's fine but yeah so it's wild i can't believe i'm 26 i can't believe i'm engaged like oh my god yeah it's really weird to me um well, but yeah you were definitely one of the first people i told <laughs> i actually went just went through our text messages and I texted you at like 9 p.m. And I think we got engaged at like 7.38. Yeah. So just like about an hour after it happened. Yeah. No, I was just like, oh, my God. My first friend is engaged. And oh, my. <laughs> yes. Isn't it weird? I think it's weird. It's I'm like weird, looking but... at my ring right now. And I'm like, weird. <laughs> You're like, what is that? <laughs> what is it? It's no, shiny. Like I... Like I said, I'm so happy for you guys. I don't know why, for some reason, I thought it just happened like last week, but no, it happened last month. But you know, it crazy, feels like last week. Crazy development, crazy developments here, guys. So when I debut the season four artwork, maybe I'll just have to put a ring on your person. <laughs> yes, you also. We should post. I might post the um, picture on haunted mansion I took like oh. right after getting engaged. 
We wrote oh, Haunted Mansion, it. and I, like, posed for the photo. I mean, it's an iconic photo, I'd say. It, yeah, honestly. I was going to yeah. do the same thing on Space Mountain, but we didn't get the chance to ride it, so that's okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you got engaged, and let's, I, I you know, I, I had some pretty exciting things happen in October. I got a new computer. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I definitely get needing a new computer. Yeah, if you guys can tell, Kate's been on her phone this whole um, episode. Yeah, because my computer decided to act up on me. Uh, so sorry if the audio quality is not up to normal. Um, I'm going to deal with it tomorrow. I'm really hoping she's not dead dead and is just throwing a fit because I have some stuff on there that I need to get um, that's in my hard drive. So, like, that'll be bad if it's, like, actually dead. But it might have it, it was working the other day. So that's where I'm not, like, super panicked yet because she might have also just, like, yeah, she just died and wasn't coming back to life easily. Now she's coming back to life. See, I knew it. I plugged her in, but she just, even after like 10 minutes, she was like, again, she's reaching the end of her lifespan. So, you know, yeah, it's just, oh, go on. I was like, yeah, and that's kind of what was going on with my last computer. I bought it at the start of my college. And yep. by the end, she was not even getting, she couldn't do updates anymore. And I was like, oh, uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, so, yes, I completely get that. Mine is kind of pretty much at a similar point. She's just not not in a good place. So I'm trying really hard to make it to the end of this academic year. I don't know if that'll happen or not um, before I get a new one. I am very fortunate, though. I do have... So my parents, for my graduation gift for my master's, their gift to me was a laptop of my choice. And so I have not cashed in on that yet. And mm -hmm. it's been almost two years since I've graduated from my master's. So I've been hold because my laptop was working fine up until now. I wanted to save it for when I actually needed it. And I definitely will be cashing in on that, though, before this next academic year, if I can wait till then. Because, like I said, like, she she came back to life, but it shouldn't have taken, like, having to charge for an hour to come back to life. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got um, I got this new computer, which I'm using it right now, actually. I got it on a nice uh, Cyber Monday deal. <laughs> we love Cyber Monday. Yeah. So, you know, that, you know, you, you know, Kate, Kate, you got engaged. I got a new computer, you know, same thing, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you definitely had a pretty, pretty big November. Um, it'll be really interesting hearing like, you know, your wedding planning updates as the podcast goes on. But yeah, I'm just like I said, I'm so happy for you guys. And I'm happy you were able to get like the engagement you wanted. Thank you. Yes, I, I really am, too. I really don't know how he pulled it off. Oh, he also, I don't think I said this on, I told you this, but I don't think I said this on the podcast yet. He bought a special ring box on Amazon, so I, like, couldn't see the ring in his pocket. Um, so, because it, it, like, looked the same as his wallet, like, underneath the, in his pocket. It, like, had the same dimensions as his wallet, so... 
anyway, I just like it was a very much a surprise. But it was it was good. It was it was so good actually. It was it was really a dream come true. And like I said, the only concern about it being a public proposal ended up being like ended up not even mattering to either of us. So it was great. It was really amazing. And yeah, I still can't believe that that was real and that that happened. But anyway, wild. So yeah, I'll definitely share as as is appropriate as we go through the wedding planning process. Like I said, I spent all of today looking at venues and getting really frustrated. So, um, cause I'm just not finding what I want. Uh, yeah, but I know I will. It'll just take some, some hunting. Yeah, no, it will, it will definitely be a, uh, it'll be a interesting experience. But like I said, I'm, I am just so happy for you guys. Oh, I very much appreciate it. Yeah. So after that whirlwind of a November, uh, anything big happened to you this month? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was kind of anticlimactic other than the semester is over and Yay. I only have one semester of coursework left. Um, like I said earlier, studenting in its most traditional sense. So after this, uh, this year, I get to spend the summer prepping for my oral PhD exams in the fall, which I'm not looking forward to whatsoever. Already behind on prepping for those. Oh, that's going to sp- send me spiraling into anxiety. It's fine. Uh, um, I, I say that half jokingly, but not really. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot, but um I have my oral PhD exams sometime next fall, and then I write my prospectus next spring. Like, I'll be starting that about a year from now, but then I move on to dissertating. So I am, this uh, upcoming semester is my last semester as a student in classes, which I'm very excited about because I am in my fourth year after undergrad, and I am just, I love coursework to some extent, but I'm also just, feeling burnt out you know yeah i definitely get that you know as as someone who ended their academic journey this year i'm just like yeah i don't have school no more so (laughs) yeah it feels good i bet it just feels weird because like september rolled around i'm like oh i don't have class anymore i just like i'm an adult now (laughs) wild yeah um as far as my December goes, nothing really crazy. I did, and I think I um, I talked about this before, but I um, ended up reading a lot this year, um, a lot more than I have in the last few years, like for fun reading, not just academic reading. But right. as of the end of this year, 2023, I have read not only six books, but I've read six queer romance books this year. Yes. The, were they, what was your favorite? Like, what do you think if you had to choose your favorite? Okay, so I'll go over the six I read, and then I'll tell you my favorite. But okay, um, I, I first read Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuinston because, you know, the movie was coming out. Oh, yeah, I still have to see that movie. Maybe um, we'll have to do a movie night at some point. Did you like it? I The movie's good, but it's definitely the book is better. <laughs> I feel I've, I and, definitely understand. And I say that because they cut a lot of stuff from the book. A lot of things got cut 
for the movie. Even, and though I hear there's possibly a director's cut of the movie out there somewhere, and I'd love to watch it because watching the movie after reading the book, it really just feels like they spark notes the crap out of it. No, that's totally fair. I I kind of felt that one a totally, di- totally different kind of book. But um, when I read Ready Player One, like everyone raves about the movie and it's not like the movie's bad, but they just changed so much of the book. It just irked me. Like, it's a good movie if you don't know the book, I felt like. But if you know the book, I just feel like they changed way too much. Yeah, no, that's fair. But yeah, that's the first one I read. I read that back at the start of the summer. And then the second book I read was um, Arist- Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. It's by Benjamin Aude Sanz. Sorry if I butchered that. I'm so sorry. Um, that also ended up getting a movie released this year. Um, it was much more of like an indie film because Red, White and Royal Blue was released through Prime. And this was an indie Um so that's the second book I read. It's a lot more YA um, because the characters are teenagers, um, which makes it stand out amongst the other f- five I read. Um, so that was the second one I read. And then the third one I read was Boyfriend Material by Alexis Hall, which um, I told you a little bit about. It's kind of much more of like a comedy book, but it's also set in England. So that was also very fun. You know, I love the setting Ooh. of England. Yes. It's uh, but it's very comedic, and I actually really like the comedy of it. It's just like, and it's got the fake dating trope, which I know it's kind of stereotypical, but I actually really like this, the fake dating trope. Not gonna lie, I'm a sucker for it. No, I totally get that. I I totally understand some things. Like, they can work even if they're stereotypical. You know. Yeah, and so that's actually the first book in a series of a trilogy. The second one is um. Husband material, and I think the third one, which is still coming out, I don't think it's out yet. It's uh, father material. So I do want to read the the rest of the books eventually, but I just want to start with the first one. And like I said, it's 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 comedic, but I really like the comedy of it. Right. Yeah. And then I read um, the Charm Offensive by Allison Cochran, and if you guys are fans of like The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Um, this book has a lot of references to that. It's basically the plot synopsis is that um, it's like what if the bachelor ended up not falling for any of the ba- the women, but like one of the crew members. Which like wild, wild, and it's a, like I said, it's a queer romance, so it's really good. It also um, it has great um neurodivergent representation which you don't see a lot in like mainstream literature just yet and just also great um diversity like one of the leads is indian american and that's really cool right and like i said if you know the bachelor or that franchise at all you'll get a kick out of like all the inside baseball that's in this book yes yeah and then i read something yeah, then I read Something Wild and Wonderful by Anita Kelly. This is a newer, this came out just this year. And uh, what attracted me to it, it's about two men who are hiking the Pacific Crest Trail, which if you don't know, that's a trail that starts at the border to Mexico and ends at the border to Canada. And it goes through California, Oregon, and Washington. Huh. Which I actually knew about it because I took a, mem- a class about memoirs in my last year of college. And one of the memoirs we read was Wild by Cheryl Strayed. 
And that's about her experiencing hike, her experience hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. Hmm. So I read the description of this book and I was like, oh, I know what that is. I know what the Pacific Crest Trail is. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. Yeah, so that's um, that was something wild and wonderful. And then the last one I just finished reading a few weeks ago, actually, was Fake Dates and Mooncakes, which is the debut novel of Cher Lee, which. OK, very interesting. From, yeah, from the title alone, you can tell it's got fake dating, um, but it's also got some pretty good uh, diverse uh, representation. Both the leads are Asian. Oh, interesting. Cool, cool. Yeah, so that one. I read that one. It was also a um, it was also a new one out this year, just out this year. So the last two I read just came out this year. So I thought that was pretty cool that I got to be on top of some new some new queer books coming out this year. But you know, the fact that I can now say I've read six in one year, it really shows how like just books and literature in general are really starting to become more and more diverse in the um, years as the years have gone on. Right. Because, like, when we were kids, I, I could not tell you a single one, obviously, because, like, there just weren't that many. And now that now we're in an age where I can literally read multiple in one year, it's like it, that's just really cool, I think. Yeah, I think that is really cool. I'm honestly waiting to the point where I could really, really excited where I can feel like I can get, read. I know it's so bad because I'm literally, like, majoring in English like here for a doctorate. But, like, I want to read for pleasure so bad and i feel like every time like right now i'm reading a book for fun and i feel guilty about it because it's not something i'm gonna put on my exam list and i'm like i hate feeling guilty about reading but yeah i'm very excited this time next year i will be reading for fun and i'm excited about it yeah so i know you asked which one was my favorite and um for a while I was really torn between Charm Offensive and Red, White, Royal, Blue as which one's my favorite. But as I look back on both of them, I really think Charm Offensive is my favorite. Ooh, interesting. All right. Well, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Like not to give it away, but um, <laughs> I may have cried at parts of it. Ooh, so it's emotional. We love that. It's emotional because, like I said, I don't want to give it away. But honestly, in the end, it's very much a story about finding someone who love every part of you, even the parts of yourself that you don't particularly like to think about. Oh, that's so cute. And like I said, it's also very fun with like the, the bachelor references and like the kind of like the inside baseball, of like making reality TV. Right. But yeah, that's um kind of how I ended off my year. And, you know, it's not officially new 2024 yet when we're recording, but when this drops, it will be. So you know, we are back. We're better than ever. And we are so excited to kick back on the decom train with y'all in 2024. We are so excited. Uh, and, cannot wait. And before we actually step fully in 2024, I would like to take a moment to share some of our 2023 stats from Spotify. Oh, yes. Let's recap it. Yes, because if you don't know, we get our own Spotify rap for podcasters. And I would like to just share some choice stats I found. So surprising nobody, our uh, top episode of 2023 was High School Musical. Yes. Well, that's no surprise. It's High School Musical. 
Yeah, that was also the episode we did with Becca and Hunter, which we loved having them on, and we would yes. love to have them on again. Shout out Becca and Hunter. Yes, Time Machine Podcast. Go check them out. Um, other than that, apparently 75% of our listeners discovered us this year. Really? Well, I mean, that means we've grown, which is, I guess, which is cool. Yeah. Which thank you all for joining us. And uh, hopefully you'll still be here now that we're back after our five months away. Yes. Yes. And then um, once again, this shouldn't surprise anyone, but our top country that we were streamed in was the United States. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes total sense. And then overall, we saw a growth of 77% in listeners this year. Oh, wow. Very cool. And we saw a growth of 19% in followers this year. So once again, I just want to say thank you all to everyone who's been listening, who was who's either just joined this year or, you know, the group of you that have been here from earlier than that. Um, once again, thank you so much for sitting through our terrible audio at the beginning. But, you know, we, we figured it out now. We just got to, you know, keep at it. And we are just so thankful for all of you who are listening and we're probably even still listening. Maybe like you just discovered us as we were going on our break. So you had a big backlog to look back on. And like I said, we're just so happy you're all here. Yeah, we're so happy you're here. So thank you for following along with this journey over the past three and a half years. Wild. Wild. 2024 will be year four. Year four. And like I said, this was just catch up what's been going on. You know, big life events have happened um, next episode. And I think I'll post another thing on our Instagram because um, we did one already, but I'll do it again. Uh, I think next episode will be a very um, another different episode. It'll be the about us where you'll just get to learn a little bit more about us. Any questions you have for us, any things you want to know about us, you know, we'll answer. And after that, we will jump into season four proper and get back on that decom train. Yes. So see you for the About Us episode soon, and we will be on the decom train ASAP. Exactly. So until then, Kate, um, is um, if our lovely listeners want to find you on any social media, where can they do that? You can find me at KVRangum on Instagram. And you can find me on at Jake Blue Art on Instagram. I promise I'll post new art in 2024 besides just the podcast cover. I um, have not really been doing much art lately, mainly because I was also looking for a new computer and job hunting. But I promise I will post new art in 2024. I have plans. You'll see. You guys will see. It'll be great. And then if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, that's something new pod. And lastly, this podcast is distributed on Spotify for Podcasters, which is a podcasting app that allows you to record and post podcasts like the one you're listening to right now. Um, If you're ever using Spotify for Podcasters, if you're listening to us on there, you can send a voice message about DCOMs that that we're watching, that we've already watched, or whatever you want to talk to us about. We are all ears. And lastly, of course, we do have an email. That's the start of something new podcast at gmail.com. Email us with whatever you got to say, you know, decom related, non-decom related. We just want to hear from you guys. And 
we are so excited to kick off season four in 2024. And, you know, it's just it's good to be back. Yes, it is so good to be back. We have looked forward to this moment for a hot second. Indeed. But all right, that'll do it for our first episode back. We will see you guys later. Bye. Bye.